Melissa's family update, one paycheck away from ruin, and finally, our opinions on Chick-fil-A. All this tonight on Brilliant Observations. Greetings, everybody. We are once again joined on Brilliant Observations by John's favorite Amy. Amy is joining us again in Jess's absence today. And welcome, Amy. Hey, thank you. Good to be here. Yes. And Jess as is, usual. I'm sorry. Jess is, uh, she's podcasting. Or in other words. As usual. Welcome, John. Sorry. <laughs> Yes. And now you can make excuses. Yeah, she's uh, <laughs> flying down the podcast movement where all pod- all podcasters go. They they, they take us. a pilgrimage down there to hang out and do podcasting things. Except for podcast, it seems, because here we are podcasting. Right. And yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't go there to podcast. You go there to learn about podcasting, f- hang out with podcasters that you've talked to all the time but never see in real life. Go places around that area. It's kind of a touristy thing. It's a couple of days. Everybody, you know, it's a it's a nice time. I went the last year in Philadelphia. It was a it was a good time. So today's actually Monday. When does it officially start? I don't even know. Don't know. Don't care. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I, it's, I because I, you know what? It's not. I know it's it's going to be a week long thing. Uh, I know like a lot of the podcasters I know are there for the week. So I don't know. I, I they really make because it's in Florida. They made a week of it. I have seen some of them. They're already down at the Kennedy Space Center. They're, you know, because that's what that's what podcasters do. I feel like it's Thursday. I feel like it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I, of course, yeah. I'm making this completely up, but we're going to say, you know, it's actually it's Thursday. I love to tell lies with conviction. It starts on Thursday, Miss. You Nobody check believes your lies if you don't have conviction when you say them. That's the only way to tell lies. Otherwise, you see right through you. That's yeah, that's, that's right. not going to happen. Yeah. So, dear listener, just to pull back the curtain a little bit, we record on Monday, so John has time to edit and edit everything, get show notes, which there's no show notes this week. Look, now all of a sudden Melissa starts freaking out. <laughs> see, because Jess isn't here. Everybody had their thing. Jess used to write the show notes. We would record. Melissa is in charge of you know putting us, making sure. But the stories are on the board for us, and you know, and then when when someone leaves, nobody else picks up the slack. Like the oar just falls right out of the boat. No, I think I did a show notes once when I when Jessica fell off the edge of the earth. I'll do it again for today. Yeah, you know who you don't want doing show notes, John, because what happens is John passive aggressive be- show notes. Is yes, that what you mean? Because what, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so Last what happens word is show notes. You know, the show goes out every morning, as you all know, by on Thursday morning. So when you wake up, there's a nice, fresh, piping hot, brilliant observations in there for you. Steaming divot. Right. So there I am. You know, it's usually late at night. And I get done and I go to get everything together and I go to show notes and there's no show notes. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. But you always have a graphic, right? You always have my graphic. Graphic's always there. And then you say... The bitches talked about this this week, didn't they? And you start posting passive-aggressive comments. Those are not show notes. Those are The angrier and tireder (laughs) I am, the angrier the the show notes are. Like, I think one time I wrote, no one wrote show notes. That's it. Oh, I I didn't even read that one. (laughs) I only read the nasty ones. Nobody reads the show notes. They are the terms and conditions of the podcasting universe. Be real. 
so it's effort it's effort for no purpose i'm sure it helps with with search engine optimization and helping mm. folks find you from a branding standpoint nobody's reading your damn show notes they're not liner notes you're not the stones you listen to the podcast you move on that's it definitely not the stones so so here's the thing and this is why i take because as much as i'm a podcaster i'm also a, a big podcast listener and one of the my pet peeves is if somebody's talking about a story and I want to look at the story. I can't go look at the story because there's no show. So I have to go Google it, right? And they're like, well, you, you're too lazy to Google. And I'm like, you're too lazy to put a link in? You already have it. All you got to do is put the link in there and it's done. And then the second thing is if they're on social media, just put the social media links in there so I can just go into my show notes in the thing, hit it. It opens up, like, say, Twitter, and I can follow that person if I, I want to. I just find I, it laziness. Yeah. But, no, I stand corrected. So links – Social media contact, all that stuff, super valuable. Put that in the show notes. Show notes that say at ep- and at minute ten fifteen, we talk about the coffee is brown. Like it's like, dude, if you've heard it, what do you? I'm not going to fast forward to that. That's yeah. a different thing. It, it can, different. Well, again, I think that there's certain shows that's good for certain shows. There's not ours. It doesn't matter because we just babble on. It doesn't matter. We could talk about nothing, right? <laughs> I think you listen. And we're going to talk about me potty training my son. Then we're going to talk about uh, Melissa's dog and all that. You you want to stay tuned for all of it. It gets better. While we're talking about nothing, I'm about to make John blow his fucking stack. Are you ready? Bring it. Bring it. Bring the pain. So, John, you know that my dog had a botched neuter. I didn't know it was botched. (laughs) We knew there was a lump. So his first neuter. Yes. That's right, because we recorded, and then I took him to the vet. The vet said, Melissa, feel this? I'm like, I don't need to. I'll take your word for it. She felt it, and she said... I he it's a botch neuter. They left something in there with a so there was a hard mass that had a a vesicle that ran all the way up through his groin that was attached to we don't know what. She went in had to she did exploratory surgery to find out what the fuck this was. She thought it was testicular tissue and the big joke around our house was, yeah, the big joke around our house was how hard is it to count to 2 when removing <laughs> testicles? <laughs> right? Yeah, so when if you're doing a uh, an operation like this, and I'm a vet, I, I want to hear two things hit the pan. Plunk, plunk. Exactly. No plunk, no second plunk. And you're taking out like the veins that reach in there that supply all the semen from the vest. All the, right, oh, taking everything out. They did not. So not we didn't have to pay for it the first time, but we gave a donation for the dog because we didn't have to pay, and this rescue does God's work. I know you don't think so, but whatever. And ow, fuck. And sorry about that. And then I am Jessica. And then (laughs) we go in to get him after the botched neuter and she hands us a bill. While she was in there, she cleaned his teeth. Let's throw that in there. You're already out. Let me clean your teeth. We get a bill for more than $2,500. That's just insane. And Stuart and I looked at each other. His jaw hit the floor. My jaw hit the floor. Uh, 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 Your bank uh, account hit the floor. uh, so we sent the tissue she got to pathology just to make sure we know exactly what we're screaming about when we start screaming. And it should come back today or tomorrow. And we are going to submit our bill that we paid because it's not my vet's fault, right? She had to peel abrasions away from like the guy. It was a, it was a horrible mess. She said it was archaic and, and it was a horrible torture for this dog who's so delightful, by the way. And so all of these things, I am contacting this vet once I get 
the pathology back to tell exactly what tissue she had to remove. And I'm going to submit the bill. But Stuart doesn't, and the vet doesn't think that's far enough. They want to send a letter to the Board of Veterinary Medicine. Yeah. They want to yank the vet's license? They want at least a citation. They want something out there. And I think the vet, the vet's signature was a stamp. So I think, personally, I have no basis. Remember, Amy said it's best to tell lies with conviction. The word you're looking for is allegedly, maybe. I don't a think theory. it was the vet that did it. My theory is that there was a veterinary student, maybe. Who couldn't count to fucking two? Who <laughs> couldn't count to fucking two. Yeah. So so we're stitches again. So we're in our second week of not having a bath and being disgusting and being post-operative and trying not to run around telling this dog who has acres to run, stay still. Um, so yeah, so that's where we are. And we are poorer because of it, but we are going to submit our bill and, and wait for reimbursement from that vet for jacking yeah. us. Do you Good think luck. we'll get it? Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. You know what I say? I say, you know, you might as well just put one thumb up your ass and one thumb in your mouth and change it every 15 minutes. That's God. about what's going to happen there. That's disgusting. Tell me about it. So I had a theory. I was thinking about this the other day because I have nothing to do and I have no life. So I was thinking about like how men and women – all right, let me try this again. So the thing with men and women are when – if men have a hobby. So there's men. There's men. And there's women. There's so women. So you have like one see, of each. You know, you, see, you know, what, then, I hate, what I hate then, about this – what I hate about this now is I have to leave this all in. Because it's so funny. We love you, Johnny. Tell me about the men and women again. Okay, so, so tell me, Uncle John. So let's say if Stuart was a golfer, okay? Let's say Stuart's a man. Let's say Stuart's well, we a man. Listen, we know Stu, Stuart's a man. We know Stuart's a man. But say, let's say he's a golfer, all right? And he, he likes golfing on the weekends, and he goes to these places, and he spends like $1,000 here on fees and dinner and, you know, golf clubs and all this other stuff, right? After a while, the wife goes, a lot of money for golf, you know. Meanwhile, women, they get a dog and they take this dog to the vet. The dog's, your dog has better health care than I do. All right. <laughs> if your dog gets a, a anything, probably it's, true. It runs right <laughs> to the vet and he can't say a thing to you. I, I can't imagine. Like, if you added up all the vet bills that you've had with these cracked out dogs over the life of 10, 10 plus years, all right, and you added up all those vet bills, it would might even be a whole semester of college tuition, maybe. But are you saying it's more than Stewart's fishing and golf habits? Because he has a country club membership and he goes fishing, and I don't even want to go there on the whole fishing front. Um, so are you saying – well, I also want you to know, I know that there are men and that there are women, job, but, but the man in my house is now trying to convince me to acquire my do my new dog's daughter, who is also at the rescue. What? what? So it's not what? just what? women Stop it. Stop. who like dogs. Stop. All right. I, I'm sorry. You know what? I, a hard, that's a red flag. I we got to stop. I take it all back, Stuart. You, get, <laughs> you deserve everything you get, sir. <laughs> In the holy hell. You were down to one dog. You had it made. You know, I used to feel bad about him out there picking up the poop. I'm like, there's a man who's a doctor. He's, he's an emergency room doctor, which is an amazing. I, no, I couldn't do that. Right. And I'm thinking the poor guy's out there, works his ass off. He's out there cleaning dog shit out of a yard. But now he wants to get another dog. Dude, guess there what? Is, it's on you now. Not said, enough nope to answer that. <laughs> I have a pocket full of nope, and I've been saying no because 
it all You're falls on my no. sh- I am because it all falls on my shoulders. And every time I turn around, that frankly, this new dog we have has a different shoe in his mouth. He's not eating the shoe, but he sure as fuck is carrying it everywhere he goes. So does he have a favorite shoe or is it just any shoe he can get his mouth on? Any shoe. See, now that I would have to stop that. Can he? I, I'm trying to stop that. <laughs> well, do you have the sour stuff that you spray on the shoe and in their mouth? I'm going to spray shoes now? Yeah, so what it is, because we used to have this one, our dog chewed. So the dog would start chewing everything. So what you'd do is you'd spritz where the dog would chew. You'd spritz so it wouldn't taste right. So then I was like, as I trained my son how to go to the bathroom, what I would do is when the dog dog would start chewing, I'd (laughs) catch the dog because he didn't like the taste. What I would do is I'd say, oh, you need a little breath spray. And I'd open up his mouth. I'd give him a shot. And he'd walk around going... If anybody right? ever tells you to get a dog, you have them call me first. You say, no, scream, run the other way and have them call me. How many times you said, oh, you should get a dog, you should get a cat? I say, no, I don't want one. Now you know why. Yeah. Because I, I, don't, I don't like what they do. I don't like, I don't like when I'm working. Why all of a sudden does this dog decide that now my shoe is a chew toy? You know who has an exceptional canine? No. Amy. Amy does. What? No. no. She has... She sent her dog away for 40 days, okay? 40 days he went into training, and they get him back 40 days later. And I'm like, how could they do that? Those are the best days for a puppy. He is still the warmest, sweetest, smartest dog in town. And uh, I have crackheads. (laughs) That's just how it's going to remain. He has never chewed a single thing that wasn't given to him as a toy. He peed in the house once, and that's because we forgot to let him out after like 87 hours. He's never done a damn thing wrong. And he loves to come up to you when you're, you know, starting to get irritated about something. He'll come up and just start to lick your face or oh i can't handle that something. oh john just, it's the cutest sweet. thing he in the world to give you love, john. It these dogs they love. lick their asshole well and i'm then kind my of an face. asshole too so it all works out we lick asshole too john it's all right uh, i don't even like that so <laughs> you'll never make it in prison so, you know can i just take a little tangent here for a second please all right so we've known each other for a while all right and you know we're friends i say we are yeah okay so <laughs> Okay. Ah. Oh, so no, it's, it's a, that's a fact. That's now, legit. Uh, this is yeah. just me and, and Melissa because Amy, you're new to the, the show. So oh, you, I see. You, okay, so, so let me let me take a tangent here. We're friends, not that other girl. No, no, <laughs> hang on. Let me finish, and you'll see what I'm talking about here. This is not going to be good for me, Amy. You don't want in on this. I feel it already. <laughs> so we, you know, Jess, the other co-host of this show, we do a podcast on Friday called Cheap Podcast. Everybody knows that. Love it. Love you. Okay. So she comes on, and because she's going to Florida, she gets a spray tan. I think it was like somebody was training the spray tan, and she she looked. She's very pale. She but she had like stripes all over and some missed spots and everything. She looked like a pinto pony. Stripes and spots. She's all of the animals. So then she gets she still. The pinto pony. You know how they have like spots all over them. Pinto pony. You know, like the anyhow. I I know all the things. She looks like a golf course. There's like sand traps and. Green spots and oh my god! Anyhow, so she wants to show how bad of a job it is. So she stands up and she pulls her pants, her shorts down, and then pulls her underwear down to the side to show the no right. And I thought to myself, "What am I doing here? I don't want to see this." (laughs) 
I, I don't, you know, I'm not comfortable with this. You wouldn't sit in a hotel room when human she resources. was sick with her. Human because, resources. Because it seemed inappropriate for you to sit on an opposite bed from her and talk to her when she wasn't feeling well and delirious. Yeah. But but take a look at my body on camera. Now, again, I didn't see anything. Like, there was no, I mean, it was just a side, you know? Like, if you pulled your bikini, like a bathing nope. suit down or something like that. Nope. Yeah. But she, like, pulled yeah. her board, board shorts down. Put the other, and I was like, I don't know where to look. I don't want to, again... <laughs> I love the fact that she feels comfortable enough to share that. Directly into the sun. That's where you look, me. John. Directly into the sun. <laughs> but I'm uncomfortable with, oh. no, you know what I'm saying? I don't like being put in that situation. Which That's is all. shocking because she is the prude one, right? Yes. Isn't yes. she supposed to be the prude one? And, right. and it wasn't anything sexual. She was just trying to show me the bad thing going on here. Yeah. Right, now um, I'm gonna, just going to bring the, all right, so hang on a second because now she's, she's locked up. But I hope she doesn't stop recording. I'm back. I didn't stop recording. Oh, she's coming back. I didn't I stop think. recording. Okay, good. I'm here. I good see up. you. I've heard you. Yeah, I didn't stop recording. Well, no. I mean, what am I going to do? Let's throw that away. No, I kept it. Amy jumped out for a second and jumped right back in. Yes. Um, John alluded to, uh, first of all, John, taking your, all right, in our last episode, ladies and gentlemen, dear listener, uh, the two of you took staplers and phones and and other things and stuck them under your tits so i had to watch that <laughs> yeah, but first of all okay first of all you never saw my bare chest in other words Very i true. kept my shirt on and Very i true. lifted my shirt on and i wanted to see if i could hold up a, a pencil under my breast my boobs my mitts. Don't call, all none of those work uh, under uh, just hold so, it and then stop we have we'll visualize the rest my yeah, mitts. The fleshy one is, I get, the fleshy one is much worse, yes. And I did. And then she says, let me try my phone. And I said, let me try my phone. And it worked. And then she said, then she did something else. And I said, let me try this microphone. And everyone went, stop. So then I stopped. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't know where I would look if she did that. But there have been times where she's reached over to get something and thrown a tit right in this camera anyway. Yeah, she moves this thing down and all of a sudden I'm like, cleavage. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that tit show. That was lovely. Delightful. Some Um, people are just like that. She's one of those people. She's very lovely. She's very open. I have a friend who's like that as well. She's actually the wife of a close friend of mine. And so I'm friends with the male in the in the combination men women we're having a hard time with men and women today. So she gives birth. I visit her in the hospital. And she says, Oh, my God, you have to see pulls down the blanket pulls up the shirt. I'm no. like, lady, I don't no. even really. We've had dinner. That's it. Oh, I don't. Are we talking? I don't need the rest of it. Are we talking the section or or she show you her? It was like a comedy routine where I did not go to this comedy routine. She what said, was she let me show you. you. Her... She was showing you that she did. She had a botched neuter. If basically she had she had some extra parts that were now in a you know how nobody wants to hear about it. I didn't want to see it. I'm just trying to say when they catch you off guard, these open, you know, super body comfortable people who love the world and the planet they're on. And then all of a sudden there's like buds flapping. I don't want I'm not that I'm not that guy. And that night, that night, I, was I there that night? Because I settled for the drawn picture of it as opposed to actually <laughs> No, no, seeing... no. Was, not even them. There's a whole other crowd of people that like to <laughs> Wait, whip it so out. So did she show you the baby cave or just the uh, fault Section. line? Her, she, we were discussing it was her first baby. She's a charming, lovely woman. It was a pro, tr- prolonged labor. And she felt that there was some... Uh, 
So it changes. wasn't inception. It was a natural delivery. They you were, saw they vaginal were the, hole. It was the part that, that her husband had seen while making the baby. Okay. It's, so okay. it was the baby cave. Yes. Yes. But we have another sure. friend. We Can have that another be the title of this episode? <laughs> I thought... I think Amy is drawn to this, and I'm going to tell you why. There is this woman who shared with her this abnormal thing, and at our Friends Weekend, we have another friend who drew a picture of something she felt was an abnormal flap, Right. and the only soul who said, I'll go look, (laughs) was Amy. Well, that's my good friend, and she was having some body issues, and she was, I don't know, and I don't know, and at a certain point, it's skinned. Let's take a look. Come on. I'm no gynecologist, the... but I'll go in the back room. Pull your pants down. Eleven women. You're the only one who ran back there to check it out. And we had a nurse with us. And Sucker. we had a nurse with us. Well, I don't know what drunk. that means. She was she, drunk. She, you were all drunk, but nonetheless, I tell you, you it's it's drawn to you. John alluded earlier to potty training his son, and I want dear listener to understand why when it comes to canines. And maybe sometimes parenting advice. John is not my go-to human for for that. Um, you say that, but I get the job done. <sighs> and so anyhow, so my son, when he was like three-ish or so, and we were trying to potty train him, we would not put diapers on him and stuff like that. We'd say, you know, we'd go every two hours and put him in a potty or an hour. I forget how long it was. And then he would come up to me and he'd go, Dad, this is a quote, Dad, I shit. And I was furious because I just had him on the potty. All right. So then I said, hey, son, let me just tell you how this works. If you tell me you shit, you can tell me you have to shit because you know. So and he would climb under the he would go under the table and, and he would go under the tables to be by himself and he would shit his pants and he would come out and he would want to be changed. He'd like to, uh, dad, the prince has soiled himself. Please change my diaper or please change my shitty pants. And I was like, you know what? He's a little too comfortable. So he'd come out and go, dad, I shit. And I'm like, yeah. Guess what? You're going to sit in that for a while and be uncomfortable. He goes, but it stinks. I'm like, yeah, guess what? I don't like it. I go, yeah, you know how you you stop that? You go on the potty. Well, after a couple of times of him like crying, like, oh, James, my pants. I said, I don't think you've been in it long enough. I think you can go a little longer. Guess what? Guess he went over there and took a big old dump on the potty. Him. So there you go. Yeah. So what did you do to make sure that he kept the diaper on that you put on him? Well, we weren't oh, using, we, you know, back then they had pants. They had those pants that you would put on them. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't diapers. They were just uh, like, like pull a pull-up. Yeah, like a pull-up. So how was... did you make sure he left the pull-up on, John? <laughs> I duct taped it on him. <laughs> Holy shit, are you what? <laughs> yeah, Sweetheart. I duct taped it on him. Sweetheart. Just, just one I round. Think you've got a future at <laughs> border control because... What in the holy hell are you doing? Hey, listen, it wasn't a long time, maybe 25 minutes or something like ch- that. Are we back to chicken rubbing? Is yeah, there was a little, maybe a little, little chicken rubbing going on here. <sighs> you told me that, and I, I almost died. And what led into this story was uh, Mario Lopez made a comment on on what show, Juan? It doesn't matter, because I can't he was, remember. He was being interviewed, and he made a comment about three-year-old children choosing their gender... Right. And, oh and John said, three-year-olds don't know anything. They still shit their pants. And don't even wipe their ass well. And I, well, they don't have the dexterity for that. And I said, three-year-olds know that if you do shit your pants, it's warm and it feels good until it doesn't. 
right? So there's like that minute where you're like, ooh, warm. Oh, yeah. Like before the tacky, sticky, gross, rash-inducing. And that's what concerns me most about your It duct was fine. It was no rash. So, yeah. So we had a, a little wrestling match over three-year-olds. And what they do know for sure, and it's really all by feel, what feels right. Okay. So I disagree with you. And that's okay. And I'll tell you why I disagree with you. I'm sitting in my shit right now, yeah. and I like the feeling of it. All right. So, and, and, and the thing about it is I, I don't feel children know enough. I mean, again, one of the other stories that I heard last week was a kid wanted to go to McDonald's, and mother wouldn't go. She was 10 years old. She got in a car. She got the keys, got in the car, and decided to drive to McDonald's. <laughs> she took off in the car, right? And then she she was, you know, she used to go to McDonald's all the time, but she, she thought she knew how to get there, and she didn't. So she tried to turn around in traffic with, yeah, as a 10 years old and looked at another car hit her. Oh. Right, big accident. She was okay, little bumps and bruises and stuff like cars wrecked, total. Right, not other people were okay, but their cars wrecked. And that's a ten-year-old. Okay, so I'm she's thinking going myself, to military school after that, right? Because you're a dick with no discipline. You want to tell that that the kid can do that, right? But then, so then you say. So my thing is that the thing is that he that's his opinion and and my opinion too. Okay, now you might want to just have your three-year-old tell you. Guess what? Uh, I think I want to be a girl or a boy right now, or because. For whatever reason, at that age, but then again, do you ever see them at Halloween? What they want to be? They change every five minutes. The th- the fact is that he has an opinion. All right, and just because you don't agree with his goddamn opinion, doesn't mean you get to go on social media and try to get the guy fired. And and now the word is canceled. They want you canceled. So if you don't goose step with their beliefs, and it's almost like the Seinfeld episode where. Kramer's marching in the uh, the parade, the the AIDS parade, but he won't wear the ribbon. And they're like, "What do you mean? Oh, you, <laughs> what do you mean you won't wear the ribbon? Yeah. Right?" So he's in there, he's supporting everything, but because he just doesn't want to wear the ribbon, he's like, "What do you mean you don't wear the ribbon? You must wear the ribbon." He's like, "I don't want to wear the ribbon." You're it's the same confusing thing. me with something of joy, like a Seinfeld episode, and taking it back to your Halloween. They change their mind. That's. Halloween has nothing to do with gender. What I'm telling Halloween you is they is, don't have the mental capacity to make these kind of decisions for themselves. Do you think they have the mental capacity to know what feels good at three? Yeah, yeah of what course. What feels good? Yes, what feels yes, right? So yes. why do they have to say boy or girl? Why can't they just if they if it feels good to wear pink, wear pink. If it feels good to polish my nails, polish your nails. Who gives a fuck? You know what feels good? As long good to as wear- they are built up instead of torn down and told what they can't and shouldn't be. What, why does it matter? I'll tell you what. what did Senior? Hang on. What did Senior Lopez want? Was he was he advocating? I don't know what the hell he this just even said, is. This is what he said. He said, "I just don't know if at, at that age they're able to make that kind of decision." That's what okay. he said. And then That's people said, said, "Pull him off the air because he's not he's not exactly." Is that what happened? Okay. So everybody started clapping back at him. He's allowed to have his opinion. I think. I think that. I disagree with his point of view. Uh, I I don't think he writes the show that he's on. I don't even know who he is. I had to look him up before this episode. What's yeah, up, we can remember Lopez? his name. You're so relevant. <laughs> anyway, here's the thing. I never watched Saved by the Bell. I remembered his character name, but couldn't remember his real name. That's how my <laughs> so brain works. Painful. It's so, so painful. All right. So here's the thing, and this and and again, this is my point. You know what else feels really good to a five or six year old sometimes? Masturbation. Oh. Yeah, they they're in there. They're jerking off. All right, or they're 
playing with themselves. You know, you see a girl. episode. She's got her, you know, the little kid's got her hand down her pants. She's playing with herself and all this other stuff. And you're like, you can't do that. You can't do that in public, right? But it's okay because you know why? It feels good. So why aren't they just allowed to just, you know, walk around like a human pull toy? Like you're trying to start a lawnmower. Not even the same thing. It you're, is the it's same like, thing. hello, apples and oranges. Get out teach- of the same bowl. Oh. It's not a fruit salad, friend. It's you are allowed to touch yourself at five, but those are your they're called privates because you can touch them in private. There are things you do in public and there are things you do in private. Yeah, but how do they know the difference? How this do they is know one for the you, John. I got this. This is one for you, John. So a friend of ours actually tells a wonderful family story where the child at the Thanksgiving <laughs> table sticks the hand in and starts rooting around for a little bit of where's that buzzer? Where's that buzzer? Wee! Right at the table. Yeah? And so the mom looks over and says, you know, if you want to touch yourself, you can leave the table and do that in your room, but you can't do that here. And the grandmother says, I'd rather have her jerk it at the table than hear you talk about it. <laughs> See? Right? It's inappropriate. <laughs> they don't know. You got to teach them. <sighs> okay, that's fine. You have to teach them to do private things in private. But I don't think wearing pink or doing or painting your nails or whatever other activities are things you need to do in private. They're not personal things. They're just expressions of things that feel good and feel right. I think they're confusing children. Children need to know what's going on here. Again, I just think this whole thing, we just, we're all just one big giant... S- sex or whatever because <laughs> again it's a there story are, we, still John, have one. You, can, you can go back to the top of the episode and we firmly established that we have men and we have women right so we're not one big giant sex. <laughs> there okay. are men and, and there, there are women, women. <laughs> so a kid comes home and he's like he's like nine years old and he's got his first girlfriend in school his first girlfriend crush and he's like he's talking about her and he says and you know what i wouldn't care if she was a boy or a girl or whatever, I would still love her because she's the person. And I'm like, is this what we're teaching our kids now? Well, what do you want to, what do you want to teach them? We're making, everybody, so. we're making everybody bisexual? Is that what we're doing right now? We're making everybody accepting and loving no matter who you are. <sighs> that's my goal in my house. Be kind and... and, and <laughs> All this acceptance and love. Don't I've you remember... It. Don't you remember I used to tell you that Stuart used to say to Ethan, um, so did you, uh, is there anybody you like? Any girls or boys? If you, It's fine, too, if you like. And he finally, yes. Ethan turned to him and said, could you shut the fuck up with that already? I'm not gay. And we're like, oh. <laughs> Part of you was like, I just wanted you to know we'd accept you no matter who you love. Well, of or course. What- there's a difference between accepting somebody if they're gay yeah. th- and then just openly saying, yeah, you know, whatever. Why you don't think they're going to know who they love? That it's that yes, it's- I do, but I think it, it, at, at an age of I don't know, thirteen, fourteen, maybe something you know after puberty or something like that. Maybe so there's a there's a date like when you get your I'm license not saying or your permit date. or yeah, yeah. You can, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> sixteen, sixteen and three quarters. You're sixteen and well, in New Jersey, the dri- driving age is seventeen. You can be sixteen years old and eleven months. You can't drive a car. Seventeen, you can drive a car. Okay, so sixteen so what's and three quarters. Put your, put your hands out of your pants and and only do what I'm I tell you. I'm just saying that. Let's again. We all have differences of opinion. You guys have one set of opinion. I have another set of opinions. How old and, were you, John, when you had your first kiss? Uh, seventeen. That's no lie. Twenty six. <laughs> I know your husband, and I know you kissed him before twenty six. Amy, what about you? Your first kiss. I think it was in eighth grade. I want to say it was Greg somebody. 
Yeah, I'm not asking you to rat him out. So eighth grade is pivotal, and I don't I don't hang out with him anymore, and I can't even remember it. People talk about this stuff like it's. And then we walked into the sunset. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, if somebody told me it was someone else and a different grade, I'd go. All right, let's go with that. That seems legit. I don't really. (laughs) I don't know. Well, I'm an old ass, old ass lady. I don't know. What's that? Fourteen. Uh, yeah, sure, thirteen. So, did you know before that that it was boys all the way? Um, they're very interesting to me, but I gotta, I gotta be honest. I, I didn't really understand what was going on. People would come after me and chase after me and I would go catch the boys and hold them down so the girls could kiss them. That See, was my role. All right. So I, I don't, I don't even know what to say about that as a teacher in society today. If that shit was going on, I, uh, recess takes on a totally different. Yeah. It used to happen yeah. all the time back in the, you know, back in yeah. the day. All right. So that yeah. was the big deal. So yeah. another thing. So, you know, why I was a late bloomer, so they say. Was that, you know, most of the time when I was growing up, I was playing sports. I was into motorcycles and driving motorcycles. And all of a sudden, like, I guess I was like 16 or 16 and a half. I was like, you know something? That stirs my loins over there. Yeah. It's something fascinating about that other side. Yeah. Something about that other side. Yeah. You know, I'd like to get to know her a little bit more. When when she comes around, I can't, words won't come out of my mouth. And when they do, they go. Bleh, 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 bleh. Oh, yes. So so it would just affect me in a different way. Or just you'd feel the heat rise in your I, cheeks and I'll all of a sudden what. you're like, oh, so, God. Remember, I'm I... I'm 16. I wasn't even – the first time I asked this a girl – no, I'm sorry. I had one girlfriend. It was like a, when we were just a kid, but it was nothing like – so my first real girlfriend, I wanted to ask her out, but I was like nervous because I was afraid she was going to say no. And my friend's like, if you don't tell her – if you don't go ask her out right now, I'm going to go to school tomorrow. I'm going to tell everybody you're afraid to ask a girl out. And I was like, huh? And I knew he would, right? So I just said, okay. So then I asked her. She's like, yeah, well, I was wondering why it's going to take you so long. See. Yeah. So again, now this is back in the 70s, you know. 1770s, yeah. 1770s, yeah, somewhere around there. 1870s. 1776. Right. So again, so my thing is we can have different opinions. And my other statement is I'm done apologizing for my opinion. This is my opinion. You don't like it. Exactly. Well, honey, no one's asking you to apologize for your opinion. I no, here's where but, I'm genuinely confused, though. I think that you have blended two things that I don't think. Necess- there's not Reese's. And you, I was just going to say, you think I Reese's it? Reese's it? I, yeah, because here's the thing: butter? we're talking about two different things that are not the same thing. Knowing what gender you are in your makeup is one piece of the pie. The other piece of the, the whole other pie is what other person or gender you're attracted to. They're not the same. So this idea of coming back to whoever was saying transgender, you don't know when you're that young, whether it's here or there, that's not, these three-year-olds are not attracted to somebody else. They're not thinking about it in terms of, you know, who do I want to grab hold to and squeeze? They're just trying to- ask Amy to hold down for me. That's right. That's right. So So. my son, my son is a twin and he's the youngest, right? So he's the youngest of, you know, of them. And I have three daughters. And my wife used to go out and get the princess dresses for the girls. Like they would dress up as all the princes. You know, there was a oh, pink shit. one and a blue one and all. So he, I come home from work one day and he's walking around in a dress. I'm like, take that off. You don't wear dresses. No. Let's go get you something. You know, like I got him a football jersey and a, you know, a and baseball a hat. Yeah, I got him a jock strap. To wear on his face. Right. Big club, a mace. Right. That he can carry around. That's right. A shield. Yeah, like yeah. a man. You're right. Chain mail. <laughs> And I, I'm not embarrassed about it, and I'm not, and I'm not apologetic. I said G.I. Joe. <laughs> exactly. Poor what boy. happens if your girls start 
wanting to be masculine in the way they dress. What, now? I don't, that's any, fine. At any time. It's any fine. Time. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. But you really do. It does make you uncomfortable if uh, your son or really any male is overly effeminate. That's something that's. I mean, if he started doing that now, I wouldn't have a problem. He's 17. Okay. I wouldn't have a problem with it now. He's 17. He gets to, you know, now he knows what he wants and stuff like that. That's fine. Okay. But at that young, it's, they don't know what they want. I'll tell you what you want. At three years old. What you really, really want? At three years old, he took his diaper off one day and worked and did a mural on the wall and shit. But right? you didn't sit there and think this child is forever going to be poop casso. No. You looked at what was happening and said, <laughs> it's just a moment in his time and we're going to get through it. And if I don't kill this kid, I'm going to be a very happy daddy. I said, so what's the difference if he wants to wear, I don't even know what, paint his fingernails or. I, I'm know. raising him as a boy. And I'm, and I'm think, his father. I think, he's, I think he is who he is. All right, I'm raising him as a boy. <laughs> Despite and I'm your his best father, efforts. <laughs> and he's not wearing a dress. And I'm not apologetic for it. Okay. And I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about it. There we do go. You go to do a stand-up night, and you just happen to see, like, it's an open mic night, and you happen to see there's, I think that's a guy over there in a dress. Oh, my God, it's my son. Like, that That would be the end for you? No, no. Now he's 17. He can do what he wants. Or, you know, whether, you know that's, that's a different time. Number. I'm just saying that it's too young. 17. Hey, listen, how many times? I'm not going to tell you how many times. Listen, I grew up in the, in the middle, mid-70s or, you know, early 80s and stuff. I can't, can't tell you how many times I followed some girl with long hair and a nice ass. And then when he turned around, he had a beard. I was like, fuck. Wrong guy. <laughs> you got the wrong guy. And so do I. I need a beer mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk some sports. <laughs> <laughs> Previously... Wow. Previously on Pod, we were not allowed to get very political. Uh, John constantly wanted to talk about Jesus oh, Chicken, whoops. Jesus Chicken of the famous Chick Fil A, and mm. Jessica said, er, "Not going to happen." Um, Are we going to violate the terms and conditions of our agreement because she's, yeah, she's just not, not here? here? That's right. Hey, there's Y'all no. So hey, there was mean. never an agreement. There was never an agreement. And, <laughs> and Amy has an opinion on this. Sure, go ahead. Um, oh, I do. Uh oh. Okay. Well, well, I I actually am. Go ahead, Missy. Tell me what my opinion well, is. Well, there's the admit. the billionaire. Tell me what my opinion is the billionaire who also the other billionaire from Soul Cycle and Equinox. Everybody was protesting his gyms because he came out supporting and giving money to church groups that make sure that their members take a purity pledge, and they took an anti LGBTQ stand. Um, I want you to know that since 2013, their sales have doubled, even with all of the protests. And I'm thinking, could you fucking imagine if there was no scandal attached to Chick-fil-A, they would probably own the world at this point. And the other thing I wanted to know is, can I make my kids take a purity test or pledge? Sure you can. What is that thing? So here's here's what happens. And again, I've really researched this. I was like, you know what? Maybe there is something to the point where they say that, you know, maybe they're being, uh, well, I want to say, not racist, sex, whatever it is, one of the ists. So I, I looked into it. And what they do is they give money to Christian groups. And in the Christian groups, they have scholarships. If you want a scholarship, you have to sign a purity pledge. Yeah. And you also have to sign something, you know, to, not to be, um, I don't know, LGBTQ+. plus. All right. So, so here's the thing. Yeah. They don't say you have to. They're just saying if you want the scholarship, you can you can – you get, what's wrong with that? Uh, Amy does have an opinion on this. It's more than that. <laughs> what they it's thank their you money. for reminding me. It, no, no, it's I. I don't counter what you're saying. I'm saying it goes further. And when I and I refresh your memory of this next piece, you tell me what your thoughts are on that. They actively support programs and lobby to 
expand programs to convert people who are LGBTQ plus long list with said with respect. I don't know if I'm leaving somebody out. So they go out of their way. They go out of their way to do conversion therapy. That to me is stick your dick back in the chicken because that's a little bit, what the fuck are you doing now? So again, I didn't see any evidence of that. In in the story they that they were writing, they actually in, do. Okay, yeah. so what well, what I'm seeing is they're complaining. They're saying that they're against LGBTQ rights because they have these scholarships and they have to be purity, and you have to sign a, a thing saying you're not you're not gay or whatever, trans, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm like, well, it's their money, and if they and you don't have to sign, it's not they're not holding a gun to your head. Nine point nine million dollars in donations last year. Nine point nine million. Right. So in they're donations. so they're they're supporting Christian education. You know, oh, they're putting oh, money into that. Yeah. Okay, so so then I think what everybody's like, well, you know, because they don't like Christians because now we're a godless society. Children's Some. charities. All right. So now that they, they do that, and I'm like, again, if you don't like it, then don't eat Chick-fil-A. And I'm – listen, I eat Chick-fil-A. I tried to get in there the other day. The line was around the block. You can't even yeah. get in there. Doubled since 2013 with people protesting. Right. So I'm like, I'm I'm in full full support of everybody that doesn't like this to not go because I want the lines to go down so I can get in there and get a sandwich and not have to wait for (laughs) an hour, an hour and a half. And the thing is- Bring me your business crippling point of view. (laughs) I want the chicken. Speak up, speak up. And here's what I do, too, because I like to piss them off. And you know, I piss them off because I know they get that wrinkled nose. And it's both sides. I do it to both sides because I feel like I'm in the center. And I love pissing off both sides. I'm an antagonist. So, no. you know, you know, when you, you get, you know, when you say something, they get mad, they get that wrinkled nose. You know, they, they wrinkle their nose like. So here's what I say. Who is the they? Who is the they? Everyone it else depends. on the planet? It, 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 or is no, there yeah, yeah. Everybody else. Like, in other words, if they're the people that are. Uh, Everybody boycotting. You. If they're boycotting Chick-fil-A, I'm like, good to boycott it. I don't care because it's great food and I'd like the line to be shorter. I said, you know why? You know what makes the chicken great? It's the blessing. And they get that. The hatred. Yeah. It's, it's the intolerance. <laughs> intolerance is delicious. Taste the hate. <laughs> but here's the thing. If if they're so intolerant, they serve people of, uh, you know, if you're gay, they, they'll My serve pleasure. you. If My pleasure. Yeah. If they, they hire people that are gay. My pleasure. And they treat them. Yeah. So what's the big deal? Because they have they put money into Christian education. How do you know they hire they people that are gay? What are you talking about? They gay people to work for them. And how would they know that they're gay? They don't. They don't you care. Have to somebody in the back, and if you refuse, they, then they yeah. you're ready to go. Yeah. They take a priest and they put him in the back. I'm just. Kidding. Oh come <laughs> on! Come I'm on. afraid to be a Jew who laughs at that, so I'm just going to sit here quietly. Right. right. Yeah. See. Um, I'm more upset about the Catholic Church. Well, like when people start talking to me about Catholic, and I'm like, I, I won't even, I will not go to a wedding you in a Catholic church. No, and you won't if, have chicken if, there. No, if the Catholic religion had a chicken joint, I would not eat at a Catholic chicken Jeez. joint. Well, that's what Chick Fil A is. What are you talking about? Now that's it's exactly Christian. There's a difference is. between Christian and Catholic. Tell the Jew. Um, See, I had to. Our do. chickens burn in hell. Mmm, toasty. Ooh, tasty. <laughs> Yeah, I just can't imagine why if you owned a business, you would come out and speak politically at all. Just shut your fucking mouth and enjoy the chicken. Like there's why speak up if you know you can ostracize an entire you're already closed one seventh of business days. Like just fine. You lost a piece of business because you're not open on the Sabbath. 
let me tell you, you should stop commenting politically because your business will obviously it won't suffer. I don't think they commented. I think people dug into it because they were a Christian business. The well, there was they, the CEO was um, he was interviewed and he said he made comments. They asked him. Yeah, right? they asked him if he what, does he believe in same sex marriages? And he said no. He's allowed to believe in same sex marriages. He's allowed to believe in whatever he wants, right. but, it, but he there's also no, there's not one person in the United States that is same sex that can't get married now. It's illegal in the whole country. It's legal in the whole country, right? I don't think so, but I think it is. I think uh, it is. I don't know if you could be married in Alabama. If I, I will do the research on that one, because yeah. unlike Amy, I'm not going to just come out with something <laughs> through a through a straight face and tell you facts. I will look into where you can or cannot get married. And I'm for gay marriage. I say that they should have the same pleasures of marriage as uh, heterosexuals and divorce. Yeah, marriage sucks. Come on in. Exactly. That's John's theory. Why should we be the only ones who suffer? Exactly. Everybody, come on in. Um, when Ask uh, Rosie how she likes losing half of her fortune. Again and again. Right. Um, we were talking also earlier when we talked about our my vet bill. I was talking to John or Amy, I'm not sure, and I said – you know, 40% of American households right now are one missed paycheck away from poverty. Yeah. How terrifying is that? It's very terrifying. Yes. I read that statistic and I almost shit my pants and I thought, what could we liquidate and how quickly? Like, if that check doesn't come in, those bills don't get paid. It doesn't go out. Like, it's a – I have a sibling who receives a check and all of that money is spent the same way – I receive a check. Well, we receive a check and it's spent. It's just on a slightly different teeter-totter of of how much is going out, how much is coming in. It's the same thing. So when you look and say, oh, well, you pay this bill, you can afford. Oh, oh, you don't know that. You don't know what the bills are here at this house. Right. And it is terrifying to think that if something happened um, and we did not get a check if there was no reimbursements this week, if there was this month, if there was something that went wrong, I, I would I would shit my pants. We'd be in some serious trouble. And I look to see it's 40 percent of America is that way. Right. I would I would venture to tell you it's far higher than that. I would think really? it's, it's I think it's a lot higher. And, and there's people out there working two jobs now. And there's you know, and now you know, forget about that. But there's people there. You know, there's two the mother and father work. OK, so they're working. And then sometimes they're working more than one job. It jumps to fifty-seven percent in households of color, is how they is how they phrased it. I would totally agree with that. The thing is, here is what are we going to do? Because it's only going to get worse. Because as technology gets better, jobs get eliminated. You know, everybody say the jobs are going overseas. The other jobs are being taken away by. Just think about McDonald's. Remember they the, the if you say now? robots, I'll scream. Are you going to say robots? Right now, the <laughs> screens. You just go up there and you put your order in. Right, that's a job. All right. Did you see Whitney Cummings' new stand-up special yet, John? I fell asleep during it, but yeah, you know, I, I did see the beginning of it. I you was, have to I, listen, see the I was end. Tired. I was tired. You have to see the end because she commissions a sex robot. Oh, you know what I saw on Joe Rogan? I saw her on Joe Rogan. So yeah. I saw the sex robot. Yeah, that's creepy. You know, Is and it? I was I was all really I was really for sex robots until <laughs> until I saw that. What? You yeah. were pro sex robot. Oh, yeah, I was absolutely. You, you were pro this no, comic. I'm absolutely pro sex robots. <laughs> If they ever get that what? shit down. That's taking a job, John. <laughs> Where's the sex worker? Where's the fantastic gender-confused youths? As dear listener, you're going to hear at the end of this That's podcast, it's a, a job they don't want but have to perform. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh, no. We did a little chatter before we started recording, or at least we thought. Right, hang on one second. Everybody stop. This is what, was, this is what was said. Tonight on Suck a Dick. Oh, sorry. That's not for you, John. Oh, maybe. Hey. No, it's know. never been. It never <laughs> will be. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know what? False, no. False, false, I don't know how you ladies do it, to be quite honest with you, but I love that you do. <laughs> it is called a job. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll figure that out. Um, it is. It's the hardest job you'll ever have in your in your mouth. <laughs> I, I love the fact that this is all recorded. Oh shit! <laughs> I totally forgot. Oh my god! Tonight on Whoopsie Radio. All right, now we're back. Go ahead, ladies. Tell me oh, about how, tell me about the so sex dolls. How you don't like them? Well, John. Uh, I know that you have a girlfriend who is far, far away. Yes. Hard, hard pivot. Far, far away. So when she's not with you, I'm not pivoting. When she's not with you, <laughs> I'm doubling down, Amy. Go ahead. Sex robot. Would you have, I mean. Boop, boop, boop. Ooh. Now you're talking, you're talking soon to be 58-year-old John. You're not talking to 25-year-old John. 25-year-old John would have had a sex robot. 58-year-old John. To do can, what? Can Why? Wait. At 25, would you want a sex robot? Why does it have to be a robot? What's happening? I, 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 catch me up. I'm not sure I know what's... What, did okay. I miss well, maybe, this okay, chapter? So, see, at, at the, a young age, like in the, with the teens... When a man and a woman love each other. There's, there's a man, a man and, and a woman. And a woman. woman. <laughs> All right. And a robot. So, and now there's a robot. And a adaptable. plug. That's a Very great important. beginning to Battery a And the libido up. of the young woman is not the same as the y- libido of a young man. A young man, is he's like a he's like a lawn sprinkler. It's like... So at 25 or 20 or 18... You know, the robot makes so much sense. It's a day off for the girls, okay? What? When you get older- Where's my robot, John? Exactly. Exactly. You need a robot now. I do. All right. But I don't know which <laughs> I one- I, well, Now, here's the thing. I don't know if you would get <laughs> a- maybe, maybe that was a little quick. Maybe, maybe I should retract it. That was, that was a little too- Hang on now. Right now, they have male the robots. Truth shall set you free. They have male robots? Yes, they do. And do you they know come what? With like they don't stop. No, 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 no. Accounts. We're talking about sex robots. Oh, uh, they don't stop. That's so am I. Right? They don't. <laughs> they don't quit. They don't get theirs and leave you hanging. Well, you know, all you do is you, you can turn them up, turn them down. Yeah, you can set your own speed. But it's just this- like a giant, a giant, extra parted vibrator. Say right? it out loud. Say what you mean. Don't dance around it. I don't. I don't like weird. Plastic robot sex. You've never had it. Don't knock it till you try. You don't, well, you don't know first, but also I'm just you're saying. Right. You're right. I say. I say who. Yeah, I say I when. I don't. That's right. No, it's grosser I when it's who? a. Is it grosser to have sex with a male robot than to have sex with a female robot? You know what, you know what a male robot never give you? Chlamydia. You don't know that either. Oh, you I know clean, it. You if it's there's some sketchy right. ass. There's some sketchy ass Japanese shit out in this marketplace, and you never know what's going to happen. You think ro- they're going to give the robot chlamydia to give to you? No, Dishwasher but your friend safe. is going to borrow it, and they're too cheap, and they're going to do like splitsies on the robot. They share. That's your own damn fault. They no. they are going to share. You can't pass Park around robot. your sex robot. That's gross. Well, if he can't afford it. We just heard you're living paycheck to paycheck. You might have to do double time on this robot. Okay, listen. So you think that the, the neighborhood goes in? The neighborhood goes in on a sex robot. <laughs> Whose turn is it tonight? John's got it. Stay away. The HOA has at decided the, that instead the lights, of <laughs> the lights dim right. because it's in John's house tonight, the lights are dimming. The homeowners association this year, our dues are going to go toward <laughs> Velma. 
Right. You book it like a racquetball court time. That's right. Who signed up for Thursday? I'm going to need her Make Thursday. sure to wipe down the equipment when you're finished, ladies. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I could vomit. That's all horrible. But John gave me a recommendation of a comedy podcast, Catherine... Ryan. Ryan. She was okay. hilarious. I loved her special. Amy, you would love it. Um, Anthony Maniscalco has a new one out. Is that how you... Is that his name? Hilarious. Mm. John, you would love that. And I just saw Whitney's because, you know, my kids were away until yesterday. Now they're um, back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Whitney. I follow her on social media. I think I've been been a fan of her comedy for a long time. And the reason I say I fell asleep was because it was late and it was out. It just came out and I was like, oh, I want to watch it. I was just exhausted and I fell asleep in the middle. That's nothing nothing to do with the comedy. I was just exhausted. So I do want to go back and visit it. She hits up the Me Too. She hits up the Me Too thing pretty hard and she says, very smart, very, I love the way. See, the thing about it is it's almost like with her, the male female script has been flipped like she was paying for everything and the guy was and and when she starts talking about that how you know she's spending the money and she's and he he's coming along it's like now all of a sudden she gets it right she kind of gets the transgender she gets it not the The transgender i'm making a joke it didn't land the (laughs) way she gets it she also goes into the me too and says oh what so what i can't even it's not okay to hug my female friends at work anymore and she's like (laughs) Never was. Ah! Never was. Okay. So yes, in that respect, she gets it. She's engaged now, so she is putting on the feminine pants again. Um, but yes, for a while, she she had on the man pants. She had on the man of the house pants for a while. I still think she has the man of the house pants on, which is fine. Ta- you know, I want she- you to. I want you to see it. I want you to see her thing, dear listener. Check it out and let us know what you think. It's of those on three Netflix. Comedians. All of those. Yep. All of those are on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. So check them out. Um, John saw a couple of news stories that he wanted to chat about. Um, one of them is offensive to me. Another oh. one is offensive to everybody. And where do you want to start? Wait, which one are we talking about here? Give me, give me which matter. one you're talking Let's about. Let's start here. with Melissa in 45 years. Oh, my God. So anyhow, so I saw this lady. She's like 90 years old. And they got her in a sports car. And next to her is this beautiful standard poodle. And here, what, she's 90 years old. She found, finds out she has cancer. And she says, you know what? I'm not going through chemo. I'm going to take in I want oh, the quality of life. Sort of and her and her poodle are out traveling. And I said, that's Melissa. That's Melissa in 45 years. I'll take it. Right. The story was beautiful. That yeah, was I'll take one. it. Now, excuse me. Why is that offensive to you? Well, because I get a text that says, this is you in 45 years. And there's this tiny little crumpled lady in a really, um, what kind of car was that? Like an open. S- sports car. Yeah, an open top sports car with this enormous beautiful dog that I would never groom my dog like, but this beautiful beast next to her. And I thought, is that really going to be me? Is that really, is that really going to be nah, me? You wouldn't have a convertible. <laughs> See, you wrinkled your nose up because you, it could be true. Yeah, it could be true. But Amy said it. I probably won't have a convertible. Right. <laughs> That's probably the only difference. And you also had the nerve to throw a conspiracy theory up on our board for this. How can, it not, this. How can you not look at this? I mean, my God. I'm talking about Jeffrey Epstein. And all of a sudden, oh. he just happened to commit suicide, right? It, because he's got all of this uh, dirt on these really powerful people. Who some sit in the White House right now. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. And some sit over in Buckingham Palace because Prince Albert... Not the one in the can. In a can? The one, the one that's married to the, the queen. <laughs> Apparently, he's been a naughty, naughty boy. All right? 
So all this stuff's going on. There's a lot of powerful people that if they can be implemented in this and, and could cost billions and billions of dollars of uh, – and all of a sudden, he was on suicide watch in a maximum security prison. And, oh, he was just left alone and he committed and suicide. He and right. then he committed suicide. Now, here's the thing. Do you know how many people – now, this is a maximum security prison, holds a lot of high-profile criminals. you know how many uh, suicides they've had up until now? Zero. Zero. This guy just had me. And I, my theory is I think he's still alive. You're so super crazy. I think that he's, they came. He's listen, not alive. Come on. They have a picture of him being wheeled out to the. Remember, no. he hung himself. They have no, a they picture. Don't. They have a picture of him being wheeled out. His skin is still. He has, his skin color is still. If you see a dead person, especially someone who's been hung, their skin is gray. And this guy has pigment in his pigment tone in his skin and everything. I think they took him out, and now they've swapped him out with somebody. And he's on some island, and you'll never find him again. He'll have reconstruction surgery and new name and new everything. This would make a great movie, but it is so close to wildly ridiculous that Amy's eyes have popped out of her head, and she has to bend over to pick them up and put them back in. Honey, 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 honey. There's not enough honeys. You're like the mom on Stranger Things. It, you know, I've never watched that, like, so I don't that's know what that's that not my son. So good. That's not my son. That's not my son. That's not my son. She goes into the morgue and she's like, and I need to see the first of all, what kind of news outlet is showing the body? Somebody took a picture of it when he was going into the hospital. So the highly credible somebody reporting. So team, they have all in New York. They have all these paparazzis out there and they found out okay. that somehow he got a tip off and they had him going in and his pigment is still you know, it's not gray and, you know, somebody that's been dead for a while because he had been dead for a while. And so mm-hmm. I'm just Stay saying. Inside, and always. Mm-hmm. So they do this all the time. And now everybody's an idiot. And I'm just saying that if you continue to believe what the press keeps telling you, it makes no sense. When he went into prison and they were going to bring up these charges and all the people we knew, I knew this guy was going to get off. We knew he was a dead man walking. We know it. So then when I this I actually agree happened. I with you because he already tried to kill himself more yeah. than once. He's already attempted it and it was documented. Wait a minute. He had choking marks on his neck. We don't know if he tried to kill himself. All we know is there was strangulation marks. They think he tried to hang himself or somebody tried to choke him. And they thought he, they thought they got him, but they didn't. He was still alive. They didn't do the job right. So they had to bring in somebody else to really get it done. Wow. I want you to start writing all of your conspiracies down so... When you have that much, when you have people of power and influence like that, you're never safe. Never. And he had too much dirt on too many people. He could not get to be a witness. Now, my thing is that he paid because he's a billionaire. He paid off enough people, kind of like the blacklist where he's in prison. And then all of a sudden. I loved it. Yeah. And and then all of a sudden, you know, you think he's dead. And the next thing you know, he's out. So just saying. Does this make you happy or sad? I, if he's alive, I'm really sad. Because to be honest with you, if he's dead, I don't even care. I don't care if he's dead now or not. He's a pedophile. And There are people who wanted justice and justice can't completely be served. Well, if- we'll see because they still say that they're going to pursue this. And again, right. we don't know. They're saying that right now. But next thing you know, some there'll be some kind of crazy thing in the news. And the next thing you know, they'll drop it and you'll forget all about it. Do you know where is a super great place to hear more about this conspiracy theory and, and, and alike things? Donald Trump Twitter feed. 
I have a friend named John Jamingo who's going on, who's going solo. He's good to go solo. He's been on the mic for a long, long time, and now once again he's going solo. Yeah, Johnny, because I want to have my own show. I want to be able to talk about the things that I want to talk about. Like when I wanted to talk about Chick Fil A, and they go, "No, I'm not talking about Chick Fil A. Neither are you." I wanted to. I wanted to talk. About I'm Chick-fil-A. just saying I don't like being silenced. I won't. You're saying I won't. Be I won't silenced. be silenced. And guess That's what? Right. I know how to podcast. I know how to start a podcast. And I don't fucking need anyone. I don't need anybody. I could just I be say me. who. I say how much. I say who. who? Right. <laughs> and the thing was, I was always having problems because I don't like doing a monologue show. I just can't come in and talk by myself to dear listener. I need somebody to bounce stuff off. And I was having a hard time finding a co-host. So I said, well, why don't I just have one? Sex robot. Why don't I just bring <laughs> different people in? Yes. Hello, John. How can I help you today? I think that's right. So, John, tell us about that conspiracy (laughs) theory. Harder. Deeper. Hey, I know this sex robot over at 44th and Main. She's a looker. (laughs) So, Uh, So, dear listener, look out for The Bear Cave, which is the name of John's new podcast. Nice. When... How, what? So I decided to come up. Well, I've been talk, thinking about this for a while. And I said, okay, Sunday was when I pulled the trigger. So I got all the social media up. And right now I'm setting up the website and I have to do the first show. And I'm doing, right now I pulled the music and I want to have an intro and stuff like that. And I might, Amy, if you'd be so kind, can I get you to mm. say a couple of things on the microphone? I need some uh, voiceover stuff. Yeah, sure. Love to. Beautiful. She's superb. Good choice. Yeah. Absolutely. She's, she's definitely got porn voice. You should actually do a lot more voiceover. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny that you say it because it took me a while to actually until someone tipped me off that it was really creepy and gross. I thought I got the best compliment. I was asked at one of the many advertising agencies where I worked in years past. I was asked to do the voicemail greeting, which I did. And it was, you know, one of these, hi, thanks for calling. And so I got through, you know, press one for whatever. And somebody at a party said to me, which I took as a compliment, and I guess I I shouldn't have. He said, you know, it's it's great because you think you're going to get to have sex with you, but you know you really can't. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then it, somebody was like, that's disgusting. I'm Who keeping it. Uh-uh, I'm keeping it as a compliment. I was like, that I liked sounds it. good because it's like right along the line. I liked it. Really, really friendly. It's but like no. creeps like this is what why we get <laughs> bad names. And, and the thing about the bear cave is we're not afraid of our masculinity. Some people say masculinity's to- masculinity is toxic. We just say Guess what? You just don't understand it or you don't like it or you can't handle it. And that's fine. Just don't come into the bear cave. Okay. There you we, go. Um, we talked about Jamingo's bear cave, but you went with just bear yeah, cave. Yeah, nobody cause... knows Jamingo. Oh, everybody's going to know Jamingo. <laughs> Somebody's going to know Jamingo after this. But Before... I am going to use the name John Jamingo. Oh, you better. You it's it's amazing. That's the best um, porn name ever. Ever. Before we wrap it up, flip it, rub it down, I do want to discuss one light topic of potty art. <laughs> oh, yes. Man. I have so many questions about this. You guys, I was traveling around this weekend. I did a bit of a road trip, ended up staying at a friend's house, staying at another friend's house. So I I was using all of these guest bathrooms and twice in two totally separate houses in two totally different states. They had potty art in the bathroom. And what is potty art? Because I wouldn't have even known it was such a thing. One of them was an antique. It was a very, very old beautifully framed, some kind of like a woodcut or an etching or something. I didn't, it was two little children whizzing on a tree, 
framed. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then in the other bathroom, there was like a monster and it's, it's super cute and really modern looking. And it says, whoops, I pooped. And then there's a little pile of turd right next to him and he's looking very sad. But I'm thinking to myself, what what's happening here? Why why what is happening here? Is dear, that cool? Dear listener, Amy's home is decorated within an inch of its life. No, no, it no, is no, no, no. gorgeous. It was published in in what magazine? HGTV. But listen, it's it not was, about that. I'm not done. It was published in HGTV. I have maybe 3 or 4 paintings hanging on a wall and then a bunch of people photographs. But in our bathrooms, we have potty art. We what have is, what? Is, how is this a thing? We have a sculpture of a guy bending over with screws and nails. What? I will take a picture and I will put it on our social What's media. What's he doing when he bends? Is he, he is, hovering over a toilet? Yes, and he is wiping himself, and it's all out of metal. <laughs> it's it's a metal sculpture, and it is awesome. We got it when we were on our honeymoon, and that sits there. And there is one that Stuart's Where's mother. This- Stop! Where Stuart's did mother you gave honeymoon? us. We went on a cruise, um, and Stuart's oh mother has God. passed down from his childhood bathroom to our children's bathroom. There's one of a little boy who's half asleep in his pajamas, and he's trying to pee in the toilet, and he doesn't make the toilet. He's just peeing all over the floor, and it's adorable. Do you also have on the back of your Tesla? Do you also have a little Calvin and Hobbes pissing on somebody's license plate? What is with the fact fixation with? Let me show you what you're supposed to do in here. You don't go into the kitchen and hang a picture of like someone eating a salad. Sure I mean, you do. You, you could. Yeah, sure you do. You that would the- be oh. the appropriate place to hang it. If yeah, where else would you do? And I'll tell you what. Since you brought this up, it's really inspired me. And I want, no, yes, no, no, wait. no, no, nope, nope. That's the wrong, that's the wrong takeaway. Let's start again. Wait, no, let no. Let me help. Hang on, let me finish. Oh, you misunderstand Easy. me, Johnny. Hang on, let me finish this because I'm not going to stop until we finish this. He's inspired. So oh, no. you have inspired me and I want to have a painting commissioned. And what I want is a velvet oh, Elvis wedged between the toilet and the sink, his last little time on earth. Now, isn't that the perfect bathroom art? It brings it all full circle because it's offensive. It's got drug culture. It's musical. It's poop. I'm going to give you five gold stars for the ridiculousness of this. And if only there was a dog playing poker in the background, you'd be super set. Oh, see, now, uh, yeah, but no, I don't want to mix the two up. It doesn't belong in the bathroom. Right, it doesn't belong in the bathroom. That's dining room art. I I would love to see. Now I want to to commission this. I want to go to Fiverr and say, do me a favor, draw me a Velvet Elvis. Oh, my God. Wedge between the sink and the toilet. If if you find it does not yet exist, I'm sure that there is some sort of, not only only one example, there's probably an entire channel of content that fills this need. My head is blown off my body that Melissa has a shit sculpture in her house. I'm sending it to you, and then it'll be on. Who are you? Uh, It'll be on social. Speaking Speaking of social, oh, where'd I put it? I don't have any. I don't have any taste, but I don't like to look at pictures of other people. Her house is gorgeous. When I'm trying to go to the bathroom. Speaking of social, dear listener, you can find us on all social medias at Listen Brilliant, and you can email us at brilliantobservations at gmail We would love to hear from you. Please, please, please reach out, and I will post my potty art for you to see. Thank you so much for listening, Amy. This is a fucking treat. Thank you so much for taking the time to play with us. And you're not going to believe this, dear listener. We get Amy next week, too. So please tune in and let us know what you think of our new highness, hostess, uh, co, you know what. And Johnny, thank you so much once again for being you and having all of your opinions and not being afraid to share them. 
There's some dead Elvis uh, velvet oh my God. pictures, but none wedged between the toilets. See, that's where I take it to the next. That's level. where he went down. He had that vasovagal pass out, and that's where. <laughs> That's that's the money shot you're saying. That's what you want to see on Velvet, right? Yes. That's what you want to see? Okay. Return the <laughs> Address. <laughs> oh, it's right. I'm a fan. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Did you get the socials? I did. We did. There's just one that you forgot, so I am actively soliciting feedback. So if you do have some help that you want to give me, send it to fuckoff at suckit.net. I'd love to hear from you. And the rest wow. of it, I'll try. I'll try to do my best next time. Maybe making friends. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from my best buddy, John Jaming. There you go. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.